and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Three Little Birds. More than a thousand years ago, there were many petty kings in this country, and one of them lived on the mountain called Koderberg. He was very fond of hunting, and one day, when he left his castle and went down the mountain with his huntsmen, he came upon three maidens tending their cows. When they saw the king with his men, the oldest pointed at the king and called to the other two, Hello, hello, if I can't have that man over there, I don't want any at all. Then the second responded from the other side of the mountain and pointed at the fellow walking on the king's right. Hello, hello, if I can't have that man over there, I don't want any at all. Finally, the youngest pointed at the fellow on the king's left and called out, Hello, hello. If I can't have that man over there, I don't want any at all. The two men were the king's ministers, and the king had heard what the maidens had said. After he returned from the hunt, he summoned the three maidens and asked them what they had said the day before on the mountain. They refused to answer, but the king asked the oldest if she would take him for her husband. She said yes, and her two sisters also married the two ministers, for the maidens were all beautiful and had fine features especially the queen, who had hair like flax. The two sisters did not bear any children, and once when the king had to take a trip, he asked them to stay with the queen and cheer her up, for she was with child. While he was away, she gave birth to a little boy who had a bright red star as a birthmark. But the two sisters decided to throw the pretty baby boy into the river. After they had thrown him in, I think it was the Wesser, a little bird flew up in the air and sang, Get ready for your death, I'll see what I can do. Get ready for the wreath, brave boy, can that be you? When the two sisters heard that, they feared for their lives and ran off. Later, the king returned home, and they told him the queen had given birth to a dog. And the king responded, Whatever God does is always for the best. However, a fisherman lived by the river, and he fished the little boy out of the water while he was still alive. Since his wife had not given birth to any children, they fed and cared for him. After a year had passed, the king went on another journey, and the queen gave birth to a second boy during his absence. The two wicked sisters again took the baby away and threw him into the river. Then the little bird flew up into the air once more and sang, Get ready for your death, I'll see what I can do. Get ready for the wreath, brave boy, can that be you? When the king came home, the sisters told him the queen had again given birth to a dog, and he responded as before, Whatever God does is always for the best. However, the fisherman fetched this baby out of the water too, and he fed and cared for him. Once again, the king went on a journey, and the queen gave birth to a little girl, whom the wicked sisters also threw into the river. Then the little bird flew up into the air once more and sang, Get ready for your death, I'll see what I can do. Get ready for the wreath, brave girl, can that be you? When the king came back home, the sisters told him the queen had given birth to a cat. This time the king became so angry that he had his wife thrown into prison, where she was forced to stay for many years. In the meantime, the children grew up, and one day the oldest went out fishing with some other boys, but they did not want him around and said, You foundling, go in your own way. The boy was very upset by that, and asked the old fisherman whether it was true. 
Then the fisherman told him how he had been out fishing one day and had found him in the water. The boy then said he wanted to go out and search for his father. The fisherman begged him to remain, but there was no holding him back. At last the fisherman gave in, and the boy went forth. He walked for many days until he came to a large and mighty river, where he found an old woman standing and fishing. "'Good day, Grandma,' said the boy. "'Why, thank you kindly. "'You'll be fishing there a long time before you catch any fish. "'And you'll be searching a long time before you find your father. "'How are you going to get across the river?' asked the old woman. "'God only knows.' "'Then the old woman picked him up and carried him across on her back. "'Once he was on the other side, he continued his search for his father a long time, "'but he could not find him. "'When a year had gone by, the second boy went out looking for his brother.' He too came to the river, and the same thing happened to him as with his brother. Now only the daughter was left alone at home, and she grieved so much for her brothers that finally the fisherman had to let her go too. Soon she came to the large river also and said to the old woman, Good day, Grandma. Why, thank you kindly. May God help you with your fishing. When the old woman heard that, she treated the girl in a friendly way. She carried her across the river, gave her a stick, and said, Now, my daughter, just keep going straight ahead, and when you come to a big black dog, you must be quiet. Don't be afraid or laugh or stop to look at it. Then you'll come to a large open castle. You must drop the stick on the threshold and go right through the castle and out the other side, where you'll see an old well. A big tree will be growing from the well, and on the tree a cage with a bird inside will be hanging. Take the cage down and get a glass of water from the well. Then carry both things back the same way you came. When you come to the threshold, pick up the stick, and when you come to the dog again, hit it in the face with the stick, but see to it that you don't miss. Then come back here to me. The girl found everything just as the woman had said, and on her way back from the castle she met her two brothers, who had been searching half the world for each other. They went on together to the spot where the black dog was lying. Then she hit it on the face, and it turned into a handsome prince, who accompanied them to the river. The old woman was still standing there and was happy to see them. She carried all four of them across the river, and then she departed, because she had now been released from the magic spell. The others traveled back to the old fisherman, and they were all glad to have found each other again. Once inside the house, they hung the birdcage on the wall, but the second son was still restless. So he took a bow and went hunting. When he became tired, he took out his flute and began playing a little tune. The king, who was out hunting too, heard the music and went toward it. When he saw the boy, he said, Who's given you permission to hunt here? Nobody. Who are your parents? I'm the fisherman's son. But he doesn't have any children. If you think I'm lying, come along with me. The king did so and asked the fisherman, who told him all that had happened. Suddenly the little bird in the cage began to sing, O king of noble blood, your children are back for good, but their mother sits in prison with nothing much to live on. Her sisters are the wicked ones who took away your daughter and sons and left them to the river's fate, but the fishermen came ere it was too late. When they heard the song, they were all astounded. The king took the little bird, the fishermen, and the three children with him to his castle, where he had the prison opened and his wife released. However, she had become very sick and was haggard. So her daughter gave her a drink of water from the well, and she regained her health. 
but the two wicked sisters were burned to death, and the daughter married the prince. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives license. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 